Howdy, y'all. Welcome to today's episode of Vention. I'm here today with Lucas Challender, a personal friend and co-worker. So, without further ado, ready, aim, fire! Say hi, Lucas. Hi. Who are you? Tell me about yourself. How do we how do we know each other? Um 2017 came to camp, Elf, Elf Camp. Yeah. Evening Light Fellowship, our church camp. Yes. Well, at the time yours. Um came from Michigan just to hang out. Ended up staying in the same dorm room as you. Um I didn't was, mean that far back, but okay. I mean that's 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 the, <laughs> that's very the story beginning. of us. Uh, yeah, that's the start. Um, and then I I officially kind of met you at Boaz's wedding. That was like the official. I like because I remember I walked up to you and I was like, I was like, oh, I just keep going. <laughs> it's my bad, but I want to get I want to keep it like in front of my face. Okay, you can edit this out. So I, I don't. Oh, I don't want to edit. <laughs> I'll move it very slowly. Fine. There we go. I'll find a spot. Um, I don't know. You got to give me a description because I'll go way back. You gotta, I was just basically going to say that we were friends and coworkers. Okay. Yeah. We're friends and I work with your dad. I work for your dad. Yep. And I work for my dad as well. And so we work together there. We landscape. We shovel yeah, dirt. We shovel dirt and lay down grass. Yep. Artificial turf. It's best in the business. For dogs. Yep. Canine Forever grass. long canine grass plug. Yep. Unshameful plug. Sponsored? Maybe my dad should be. Yeah, I'm sure my dad can. Uh, Brother Matt, if you're listening. Yep. Sponsorship. Sponsor. It's in the works. Yep. Please. For my boy. Okay. um, So the main reason why I wanted to have you on today was for social media marketing. (coughs) Gesundheit. So you have a gig going on, or at least you're trying to. Basically, you've been in it in the runnings for a while. Since pretty much I've, since you've moved out, you've been having your eye or at least your hand on in and on uh, social media marketing. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, that too, but uh, e-commerce. How did you get into e-commerce and why? Oh, well, uh, here, let's start off. What is e-commerce? Well, e-commerce, so basically drop shipping, e-commerce can, can, isn't, can be different forms. Um, it's basically anything, whenever you sell anything online, that could be considered e-commerce. Um, but drop shipping specifically, it's basically, I'm the middleman for wholesalers. So I go to a wholesaler, whether it be like Wayfair or any of those, Alibaba, AliExpress, and I take products from them, from the supplier create a website around their product or products um, and then advertise that on social media through influencers or digital marketing on Instagram, Facebook, um, basically anything. And they get money for, from you buying I, it at base value, basically at wholesale price, hike the price wholesale up, price. And then we each make a profit off of it. Mm-hmm. It's a plus plus. So how did you get into this world? Um, I was, it was when I was living in Michigan. It was while I was in college. It was just actually just before I got, went to college. Cause I bought my laptop 
and I was messing around on YouTube and uh, I came across um, a Ty Lopez ad actually. <laughs> Funny story. And he mentioned e-commerce. And so I, I didn't know what it was and I never knew you could make money on the internet. It was like this whole new what? world to me. Yeah, seriously. I was very, uh, I lived under a rock growing up. So and my, I was preached to that it's like go to school, get a degree. Either You're be, not in college anymore. I dropped out after one year <laughs> and I had a, uh, yeah, I had a, I barely graduated high school. But anyways, we'll get there. I was like preached to like, hey, you have to get a college degree, either be an engineer or in the medical field to, to, to make it. And so with that mindset, though, I ran into like, you can make money online. I'm like, hey, I'm always on my phone. Always on these like social media platforms, especially always on YouTube. Um, why not check it out? And so I started watching like little YouTube videos here and there on it. Um, went to school, college for a year for nursing. Dropped out after I got my 4.0 and basically almost a full ride to a university. Moved out here. Uh, when did you make that decision to move out here? During college? Uh, it was after. It was after. After was, you dropped out, so you weren't going came, back. You already weren't going back, right? Um, after after I did my one year at a community college because I was going to go to university. Right? Mm -hmm. So I was going to go to Toledo. I was going to attempt to walk onto their football team and um, continue pursuing my nursing degree there. Um, and also because I'd be closer, I was going to Brother Paul's church, mm -hmm. and so I was going to be super close. Um, this is funny because you've already heard all this. Ah, no, it's great. But uh. Just when I just went off on a rabbit trail, I totally lost my train of thought. Well, now you're here, and now I'm here. Now you're here in the yeah. present, Arizona. Yeah, the best state <laughs> for sure. So, um, you started like doing uh, e-commerce and stuff like that when you were here, or did you start when you were over there? I actually started when I was over over there. Um, basically, what I'm getting at is like, where did you get most of your experience? Oh, most of my experience for like, sure. Like since how? I've been here. How? How? Just creating, practicing, creating stores on Shopify. So you, so it was primarily just practice. Primarily just, yeah, just literally. Practice in YouTube. YouTube, all YouTube. And then just applying the little things that I learned, like Shopify. So basically Shopify is then like probably one of the most well-known um, softwares that people use to create their websites for e-commerce and dropshipping specifically. Plugins and buttons. Yeah, and drag and drop basically yeah. for creating a website. Super simple. Um yeah, you tell somebody I create a website for a product that I got from a wholesaler from like say China off AliExpress and yeah, they're yeah. literally blown away, but it's literally takes like 10 minutes. It's so cheap. So how did you, uh, so one of the main things about going about drop shipping is finding the right product. No, no, no. You can sell anything to anybody with the right advertising. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how, so what's your process? Like, what's your step-by-step? Step-by-step. I'm, I see, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not really, I mean, sure. I've seen a lot of videos, so I can tell you what other people have done. But for me personally, it's, I'm in the, I wanted to find something that I'm interested in because like I said, it's like, and like, it's been proven you can sell anything to anybody. Mm -hmm. So like to piggyback off that, you know this, but basically for everyone else who doesn't, it's like I created me and a friend of mine in Ohio, we created a store for, it was a joke, a Soviet union merchandise store called Babushka merch. Babushka. Babushka. Grandma. Yep. In Russian. Yep. Merch. So, uh, 
<laughs> literally those two words literally do not even go together, but we created that store and we started selling just Ushankas and we did a little ad. We cropped the Ushanka off the photo, basically just put a red Soviet Union flag as the background, pasted the cropped out Ushanka on top and just wrote like 50% off sale. And then like click the link, like click the link in bio now. And we posted it on like three meme pages and meme with pages, meme, meme pages. I think that's the funniest part World about the War whole II. thing. World War two meme pages. World and War two meme pages. You were Soviet. there. I know. I just you think this is the, the funniest thing. Yeah. You were at Gabe's house. I remember because yeah. I came home and told you like, yeah, I remember the whole thing. You were yeah. sitting on the ground, like figuring out how shipping was working and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like shocked because it was and a you joke. You made money off of this, which is we made, we sold $1,500 with this merchandise in eight hours. In those, I was working that whole day. And I literally set my phone in a separate room and the other workers, a couple of them, like one of them specifically, his name was Carlos, came to me. He's like, hey, look, he's like, your phone keeps going off. Like, shut it off. Yeah, because because I, uh, I, I want to say that was around the same time that I was doing my dropshipping right. company. Yep. Uh, custom stuff that, uh, merchandise for my college. Uh, I even became the first person, first student ran company to go out of their, uh, the school's, um, merchandise shop there. So I, I found that as an an accomplishment. It was a lot of fun. Um, and basically during that exact period of time is when I was doing that. So I just thought it was, it was super cool that we were both almost like in the same world at the same time. Um, and yet same process and yet completely different, like same, similar merchandise, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yet it was just like two worlds, like it yeah. like pretty much clashed, but that's what's super cool is that it's like, um, you can find your niche and then basically kind of just run with it. And like right. you said, um, I thought it was more of you find the right product and it took a while to find the product type of thing. But, um, yeah, once you mentioned it, then I, then that makes a lot more sense. Because it was a joke. It was another one of those practice stores. But yeah, yeah. this time we were like, okay, let's take the next step and actually practice now communicating with influencers as in like Instagram pages and yeah. then actually purchasing an advertisement. See what that process is like. Yeah. And it just worked. And It's all about the practice. It's all I, it's And I experienced that even in college, um, especially in college, it's all about practice. Like when I went there for the first time, and they were giving me, one of my potential professors was giving me a tour. He said, we almost guarantee you that you should have a business as an entrepreneurial studies student because every class you'll just use what we learned in class and just apply it straight into the company. And it's as if you, because people, and I saw it all the time, seniors in college, (coughs) they would just panic and they would create like a sporadic babushka merch just out of on a whim and like the the difference between us and them is that them they relied everything on it and basically the rest of their careers were kind of just like this was a kickstart but they had no practice they didn't like jump out there and just try something just for the almost for the fun of it right um and so there's like uh there's a big world around this is there like a community that uh that is kind of just like helpful or resourceful or is it kind of just like everybody's kind of 
not necessarily cutthroat, but more or less just on their own. Oh, there is for sure. There's so many, you could literally just search like, uh, anything related to drop shipping on YouTube and the, the community is massive, but it's very, I've noticed, um, and me and, and my buddy back in Ohio, who actually I started Babushka merch with, we've talked about this even recently. It's a very shallow, um, they don't go in depth. They don't really tell you all the secrets type thing. So I guess you could say it's pretty cutthroat then in that sense. So like they're willing to almost show you what they did. I'm uh, sort of almost in like a boasting manner, but yeah, but they don't say they don't want to be your mentor. Right. Or they're going to, or they're going to try through their YouTube videos to give you just enough to try to make you bite and pay like a thousand dollars for their course. Oh yeah. 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 Right. That's all what it's all about. It's all about give them just enough to to make them bite. That's why, that's why the thing is, uh, so big, especially now on like Instagram and Facebook and different things of here's my free trial or my free booklet and free brochure. Everyone has a webinar nowadays. Yeah. And you, and you wonder why people make so much money if everything that they're promoting is just free this free that but in reality right. you know this like through your courses and stuff click funnels it's just like you get one person to just bite on the free and then everything down the line will increase yeah it's even it's even like even now like sure like uh like no no disrespect or nothing but your podcast isn't massive but even just now i was about it like you mentioned click funnels and i was like oh. i was like in my mind initially it was like quiet like because ClickFunnels is still kind of like a secret that not everyone knows about. Oh, sorry. Shh, shh, shh. Be, okay. be quiet about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Don't be. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm trying to be really cheery. <laughs> but yeah, so like, that's the thing. Like, it's so difficult. Yeah. And there, and, and there's so many pieces that piece together that it's a encouraging community, but not necessarily a helpful community. Yeah. It's more encouragement. It'll motivate you for sure. Motivate you to get involved in it, but they definitely won't teach you and tell you the steps you need to know. Like no one told us that, um, that you have three days basically. So basically we shipped out, this is what happened with Babushka merch. It's like, we sold all this product and a lot of the people were in Europe, but nobody taught us specifically how to ship those orders. And so, and how to organize all of our stuff. And so we were this like combobulated mess, especially after selling how much we sold in our first day and we panicked. And then even to find out that a lot of the customers, um, they didn't even get their product because I guess like shipping, I don't know what it's called specifically, like tariffs or something like that. Oh yeah, tariffs. The, the post offices were like holding products that were being shipped from China. And so a lot of our customers didn't get it. They complained to Shopify. Well, Shopify uh, got charged money. Or the um, so they didn't steal. So, so we had to basically refund steal. the cut. Cu- we had to re- we had to send the customers product again. Yeah, a lot of resends, and so we basically just lost all the money we made. But that's something that you learned, and something that you would not have learned like in a class or on a tutorial. Exactly. But it's and it's one of those things too where it's um, it's it's just uh, it, it's like it would have been nice, I guess. Yeah. If, if somebody warned nice you or something. To, yeah. Because I know that we're not the first people to experience that. Oh yeah, no. Because there's so many people doing this. But yeah. They it it kind of seems like they just kind of want you to do it like fail on your fail yourself. Right. And not necessarily like blame well, them. Well, like 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 know. we said like you said earlier, it's more of an encouraging 
community. So they'll yeah. encourage you to do it and then they, you will fail. Like they're setting you up to fail because they're encouraging you to do something without having any knowledge of it. And everyone anymore, they just want instant gratification. Like if you don't make a sale within the first two weeks, cause you have a 14 day free trial, yeah, yeah, yeah. then you're going to try to sign up for their course is what they think. That's the one thing that I've thought is weird about this community is that it's like, it seems like no offense to you, but it mm-hmm. seems like the people that jump into it are kind of just like the get rich quick, quick schemes. It seems like, because like with, through statistics, especially through like marketing, like nowadays with on social media everywhere, it's just like 13 year old kids can label themselves as entrepreneurs. Right. And it's like, why? Like you don't really know what it takes to go get into these like big actual corporate things. And so I, that's what makes me really uh, intrigued the more that you're talking about it, because uh, I see this improvement and like this more kind of bigger picture kind of aesthetic rather than just like the, um, Oh, I'm going to do this. And then if it doesn't work out in like two weeks, like you just said, like then I'm going to jump to something else, which it's great too uh, for practice and stuff. But it's like, like that senior college mentality. It's like, you don't want this to be like a last resort type of thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I am like, I am like, the rest, you're right. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. I am like the get rich quick kind mm-hmm. of guy. Like, that's what I want. That's the whole reason I got into it. That's everybody in this business. Yeah. Because they promise you, oh, like zero to like $300 a day and 24 hour challenges and all this stuff. And they're, they're doing it right. Like I've watched a lot of those videos and I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. But, um, like, all right. Like I, I invested in, in Peter Peru's name. I invested in his course. It was a thousand bucks. Actually, just when we got back from Germany, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I invested in it. Because I was like, all right, like at at a certain point you have to understand that you, you have to, um, there are people genuinely out there that care about people. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, like I'm someone who few and far between, but (laughs) exactly right. Like, like I'm someone and you're someone who love people. So there's gotta be other people like that. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I watched a ton of his YouTube videos. I actually learned quite a bit from it. Um, and, uh, probably the best investment I've made business wise for sure. And that's great. Cause there are people out there and you know, this obviously, especially in this industry where you would pay a thousand dollars and it'd almost be the same things that you learn on YouTube. No. Yeah. It was actually, I invested, I, I actually bought a $500. This is when I was really getting. So, so I, I did the, like what you're saying, get rich quick thing. Mm-hmm. So I, especially earlier on when I moved here, it was like, okay, as soon as drop shipping, I did Babushka merch. That was the first like legit store we went through with that worked and then it failed. And then I was like, all right, let's try it again. Cause we could just repeat this process. Well, that's not how it works. And they say that they're like, Oh, once you get it, you can repeat it. You, you can't. Um, so that failed and kept failing. And I gave that like two or three months. And then I went to SMM social media marketing and I was like, all right, let's do this. Well, I have this really big anxiety with like putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. And so I would like, oh, I'll do it. And I like persist or not persist. I'd resist. Yeah. Yeah. My, and like mentally just shut down. And then I'd go back to drop shipping. It was this back and forth process. But since I've bought this course and I think I even, I think I told you about this already, like the whole mental aspect of he, he's more towards building a brand versus a drop shipping store. Yeah. Because a drop shipping is, which is how it should be. Exactly. And that's something I never really, no one ever mentions that on the YouTube videos that you get. Like nobody says that. It's all about how to drag and drop. 
it's all how to drag and drop and take cheap garbage products from China and just try to make a, a lucrative business out of those instead of it's taking, all about statistics. That's exactly what it is. It's like, it's, it's what it really should be, which is what Peter teaches. Eh, Peter, if you listen, please. <laughs> no, <I'm just> Shout <laughs> out. <laughs> but uh, it's like taking those cheap Chinese products, making your drop shipping click funnel, not a Shopify store, mm-hmm. advertising that, and then taking the money you make and not just spending it on like a BMW or some nice vehicle or like your own personal gain. Is that reinvest that into yeah, your yeah, business yeah. and create a high quality version of the product that you're selling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Which is what, yeah, you brought that up. Um, you're getting, you're getting into uh, golf. Uh, Go- golf. So, so where I'm at, I'm very fickle. I'm a very fickle person. I, I, I especially notice that, especially now, cause I'm wanting to try to start an actual brand in something. Mm-hmm. I'm very fickle on that because the whole concept is, like, like I said, you can sell anything to anyone with the right app marketing and yep. advertising. But for me, it's more about, and this is in Peter, again, he talks about this all in the mental training. It's don't just hop on the biggest trend because you're just like every other drop shipper out there. Find something you're really passionate about, or you could see yourself being passionate about. In, in this moment right now, golf is something I would, I feel I could see myself being passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, it's not, it's, it's a, so I could take a couple of these golf product ideas that I have and try to sell them, but I'm not even any, I'm not even involved in golf right now in, in any scale. Mm-hmm. I literally have not golfed since like maybe last year or even before I moved here. <laughs> yeah, it was before I moved here. Um, or top golf. I did top golf, but that's nothing. And so anyways, I've been thinking, even I was thinking I was going through my mental process today. I was like, Cause you know, I've been getting, I was talking about like, Oh, I want to start shooting B roll and stuff like this. Well, so now I'm leaning more towards like, dude, you just invested in this camera. You just in, like for this trip, like use that to your advantage. It's something that I'm, and I love it. Like I can watch YouTube videos. About a Sony a 600, a 6,100, baby. A61. just came out last year, November, 2019. <laughs> Moving up. So we were just in Germany right. uh, a week, week or two ago, two weeks, yeah, two weeks. And yeah, you got a camera. And so, yeah, so that's what he's implying. Yeah. So uh, it's, that is something that I thought, oh, I could see myself being passionate about, but since I've got it, I've just become that much more engulfed in like watching videos of what kind of gear you should have tutorials on B-roll and, and filming. And so now I'm leaning more towards some products that could, uh, be beneficial because I'm, I'm not trying to just sell a product. I'm trying to find a product that can solve a problem for people mm-hmm. within that niche. And so there's always a niche within a niche. So you have photography and videography. Well, then you've got street photographers and you've got nature photographers and videographers for yeah, both. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like now I'm trying to get it down to which niche do I want to be involved in? Mm-hmm. Um, because what better way to, um, market a product than to endorse it yourself as the owner and be able to say, Hey, I've tested and tried this product and it's a good product. How do you think the world of golf and photography can merge? I haven't even thought about that. Um, I mean, 
take pictures of people golfing <laughs> <laughs> or now swing or shoot just like a, a cool 30 second video of somebody's process from the, the golf cart to walking up to the tee and hitting the ball and driving it. Like just take a little hole in one cinematic film, like video of that process. Mm-hmm. Just then like, like a nice little roll of them, like sitting in the golf and driving and yeah. then them standing up, grabbing their bag, pulling out the club, checking it out, making sure it's right. All these kind of little things that I think go into golf. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where I'm iffy on the golf, the golf thing. I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's like a guess. I'm guessing this will be helpful. <laughs> yeah, this is a prime example of just going out and practice. Just experience proves what you enjoy and proves what you want to be passionate about. Exactly. Um, what are some, cause I mean, uh, yeah, like you've, you've experienced a lot in the world of specifically, uh, e-commerce and drop shipping. What are some like warnings? I mean, this is already like kind of like stocked full of beware, uh, but yeah. like, <laughs> but um, no, it's definitely something fun. There's definitely a market in it. A lot of people really do enjoy it, but there is that mentality process thing that you kind of have to understand if you want to be successful. Um, I encourage anybody who it's the great, it's probably the best first business to get involved in. I'll say it, but I'm before the warnings, I'm going to give a little admonishment to e-commerce itself. Cause it does have a little hazy look. It's the, probably the best and easiest way to start a business. If you're wanting to be an entrepreneur, I'll tell that to anybody. Um, but maybe there's a better way out there. I'd love to hear about it. Um, but it's just because the, the customer, the, you can, it's like baking it's the a whole cake. process. You do it yourself. It's like totally yeah. personalized and everything. But especially if you're going to do it and start out when it comes to like, cause, and I suggest you can learn everything you need to know from YouTube videos, but only watch one person's YouTube videos. Cause every, like it's, it's totally personalized and every single person has a different way of doing things. And you can't mix you them can't all mix together. Them. You can't mix them. I tried that. <laughs> And that's why I bought Peter Proust course. Cause I was like, all right, I need to get this from one guy instead of going like, so what, what made you believe that he was the one? Cause the content he put on YouTube, like I watched a whole series of him taking a store from nothing to him making $10,000 a month with it. And it was like, it was an eight week process. Okay. And every week he posted a video and he went, in depth from the very beginning of the process to the end. And now that I've been in his course and I kind of skimmed through his videos, it's actually like, like if there's videos that I could suggest for someone to watch, those are his videos of him creating this, this click funnel. I What's say. his name again? Peter Prue. How do you spell Prue? P-R-U. P-R-U. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Plug, sponsor, non-sponsor. Sure. non-sponsor. I'm saying. I wish. E-commerce empire builders. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Shout out. But, but, uh, it's probably the most legitimate one. Um, but yeah, just watch one person's videos. Secondly, uh, it's not a get rich quick scheme. You'll never make it trying to like get rich quick. That's with everything though. It's like Rome wasn't built in a day type thing. Yeah. But I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, honestly, at the end of the day, Uh, it's going to take time. Um, Preferably, this is my own piece. For sure. Preferably, this is not a day job. This is not like a primary job for, um, for preference. Like starting out, especially, it's a good hobby-ish side gig. 
thing until it gets big type of thing. Um, it's something where I, it's kind of like that again, like that senior college student mentality. It's like the, the panic out of panic comes action. And these are the kind of like get rich quick scheme kind of actions where it's kind of just impulsive. So, uh, so my personal advice is if you're really trying to, uh, get into this, um, learn, take as long as you can learning it and practicing rather than just jumping straight into it full time and not having any idea what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you say that? Cause now I'm about to go off on another one. That's what I did. (laughs) No, I I know, but it's it's good. It's good to hear. Yeah. uh, Cause I was working with, but then again, if you take the bit that, that everyone says, everyone says, oh, don't quit your job until you're making as much as you're making with your drop shipping or your social media marketing or any business you start. Don't quit until you're making the same. Is that good or bad advice? That's bad advice. I think it's garbage. What do you, what do you think you should do? Because I made the same amount that I made in a month and three days with drop shipping. And so we thought we'd made it. And it was, it was consistent for a week. But, but keep your day job. But keep your day job. I mean, if you're <laughs> only going to be working, like when you get drop shipping going, the longest process is probably the week it takes to set everything up. Like once you found your product, once you found your, mm-hmm. your influencers and people you want to advertise to, like once it gets going, it takes maybe two or three hours a day of management. And that's mainly just placing orders once you're getting sales. Yeah. And so like for me, like, the, the brand I'm trying to build now, like until I'm probably doubling what I'm making right now, working with you, for your dad, it's like, I'm not going to step away from it. And even then I might, because it's like the, the time it'll take to manage it. And you can just hire, if you're at the point where you're making so much, just outsource it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it, it doesn't make sense to clog your time with tedious tasks. Yeah. Truth. So. Um, some saying I learned like a while back. Uh, one of my professors mentioned this and he said, um, the, uh, the, the CEO of the company that enjoys doing a particular role other than being the CEO, the company will not thrive as much as it could because if the CEO or CFO or one of the top ranking people, whatever, like business owners, rather than owning and doing their managerial role, if they still like marketing and they still have their hand in that, then they're not spending the amount of time that they could in other roles. And I mean, this is like a two, three, four person job at the moment. So it's not like this huge corporation but it is, it is true. Like time management is extremely key. Well, even this, this is something that's going to be like, I'm not rich, but this is one of those things that I took from, and Peter Bruce said, it's like your time is so valuable. People don't realize it. Even if you're not going to be an entrepreneur, or start a business. Like, um, he mentioned buying back time. Like if you could give a thousand dollars and get 24 hours, Like there's so many people that would do it. And, um, so one thing for me is like now I, I'm not going to cook food. Like I might cook a meal here and there on the weekends, 
But for me, it's like my time is much more valuable being spent learning about this, this industry I want to get into and the, and researching products and doing all those things that pertain to my business at this point, than taking it two hours to prep and cook food. Yeah. Right. And, and you I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like you saw my room. <laughs> I've kind of been just like locked in on this thing. And so, uh, like even like, like once it gets to the point where I'm making money from this, cause I'm, I'm going to speak it into it. Like, I believe I will eventually be making money from this. That's otherwise I wouldn't be doing it still. Yeah. And that's why you invest. And that's why I invest because I feel like now I'm at a position where I've watched enough YouTube videos and, and practiced enough where now it's like, all right, it's worthwhile to invest in a course of mm -hmm. a dude who you trust just from watching his videos. Yeah. And that, and that he can just now take everything that you've learned and harness it into one channel and, and kind of just give you that last little oomph you need. Yeah. Type of thing. But, and, um, sorry. I, I, and encouragement to everybody else and, and even to you, um, in my, uh, networking class, we went over a, we're doing advisory boards and like invitations for advisory boards and stuff like that. And one of the credentials that they mentioned in one of the, uh, in one of the lessons is, um, take advice from people who have failed. And it's, it's <laughs> granted, it's after they've gotten successful <laughs> that they've learned from their failures. So it's not like somebody that only fails and there and you walk up to them and, Hey, you fail a lot. <laughs> right. Be my mentor type of thing. But right. instead it's like, it's actually something that is actually good for you. Like it's good for your credentials. Those people that go out there, especially something like this, like e-commerce, something that's um, like rather quick to do and not like this massively drawn out process, something like this. If you fail, then just keep trying, just keep going because that's like the whole part of the process. And that's actually really good for you. Like people don't understand, like some people can go in and be afraid of failure. If you're afraid of failure at all, this is not, this is not your passion. This shouldn't be no. where you're going. Like business itself should yeah. be reconsidered. Right. Rethink your life if you're scared of failure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But kind of. For, a bit, for an entrepreneur, for sure. For an entrepreneur, yes. That's why it's been, it's like, it's been, it's, I've been here almost two years. That's how long. And it gets discouraging because like I always hear, you always hear about these people. It's like, oh, one year. Or for me, like a week and I, I thought I'd made it, right? Yeah. And you're like, why haven't I been able to like do this, do it again, like repeat that process? Um, but that's like this whole, like so far I would say in 2020 and we're only what, three and a half months in, I've probably grown more this three months than I have the past four years of my life. Like senior year of high school, the one year of college and the two years I've been here because I've actually pushed my boundaries so far. Like, first of all, buying the camera, it was always something I thought I would like, oh, like that'd be so cool to do. I've always wanted to. Never did it because I didn't want to suck at it. And I, I mean, I suck, but it's like, you got you to gotta suck before you can be good. <laughs> yeah. And same thing with business. Like, I've held my back. I've held myself back probably so much just from being afraid of failure. Like, the whole thing with like, oh, being like anxious to put myself out there and the skills that I know I have, but there's always that like, what if factor that creeps in? Like, you don't want to look like an idiot. 
and go to a, a dentist and be like, hey, pay me $2,000 a month to advertise your business on the internet. And then they get like nowhere near that amount back. And then you have to suck up to them and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I failed type thing. Like that's, oh, I hate that, but it's something you got to do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, these two months have been crazy. And even invest in the course, that isn't, because I invested a thousand bucks in a course does not even mean that I'll make a dollar. Yeah. It doesn't guarantee you anything. But it's pushing the boundary of saying, well, hey, I'm willing to invest this and lose that money and fail. And right now that's a lot of money for me. Oh yeah. And so like, but it's one of those things where I'm just, I got to accept the fact like, and I mean, they do these stupid, like. I shouldn't say stupid. I mean, it's a, it's just like, it's a, a safety net for people who are like, Oh, I can't do it. 30 day money back guarantees. Well, I've already told myself like, and, and he does this thing too, where it's like, if, if you prove that you've actually gone through his course and he does this whole planner, writing down your thoughts, build process thing. If you do all that, those things and you get your, and you uh, ask for a refund, he'll, he'll even double it. He'll give you a thousand of his own dollars as in like, sorry for wasting your time type of thing. Hmm. And I'm, I'm doing it. I mean, I'm going through the process every day. I have a plan. Money back, please. I'm no, writing. I'm just kidding. Well, I told myself, I said, Hey, I'm not going to do that because at the end of the day, I want to make more than just a thousand of his bucks. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Nice. That's what it is. Goals. It's got to set the goals. The mindset right now. It's kind of like just attack mode. I'm kind of done being a bum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming home and playing video games. <laughs> like truth. Like like, I'm not afraid to be honest, like, about it. That's all this That's, is about. Just go out there and do what you enjoy and don't waste your time. Like, even you asking me to do this tonight, like, super uncomfortable. Like, I told you, I didn't even want to talk in the mic. Like, scary at first. Hey, hey, guys. So, failure good, get rich quick, bad. Yeah. Failure is necessary. Failure is necessary. You should love failure. You should love failure. I'm trying to retrain my mind to love failure. Everybody should. Yeah. Um, do you have a quote from Peter Prue that you enjoy? Plan to plan tomorrow today. Plan tomorrow today. Yeah. Ooh, I like P-T-T. that. I like that one. PTT. Yes. So is it like a brand? Is that part of his brand? No, that's just his abbreviation for it. Oh. Um, that's what he wrote down in his course, and that's probably the thing that I um took most to heart is when I, when I, when I was watching his little video and he mentioned that it's cause no, you don't realize how, like when you write down what you're going to do tomorrow, tonight, mm-hmm. before you go to bed, it changes the whole mood for the day, tomorrow already. Like uh-huh. before you even go to bed, your mood is already like set on tomorrow is going to be a good day type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my, my whole thing is I've been waking up at four and 4am or earlier every day and I've been doing it for five, for four or five days. I know we'll talk after about some, but <laughs> I have been doing it and I, and I've, I've actually done it and I've been working out and stuff in the morning and I feel great, but I write it down in my little, I, you've seen me with my backpack yeah. this week at work and that's what it is. It's like, I want to keep it there so I can just read it and look through it throughout the, throughout the day and remind myself, mm-hmm. um, like what I told myself I would do last night. So an accountability thing. It's really good. Nice. You don't need to buy a course to know to do that. Everyone should do it, I think. Do what? Do the plan to plan your tomorrow plan, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge. So, thank you very much. 
Lucas Challenger for being on this oh, podcast. It's finally over. <laughs> you can no, stop sweating now. No joke. I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. I'm actually kind of my back is soaked. <laughs> oh my! It's one of like one of those. Okay, things. okay. We're not done yet. We're not oh, done yet. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, plan tomorrow today, and go out there and fail. Have fun failing. Let's try some. Just start something you know you'll suck at. Ooh. I started photography and I suck at it right now, but I want to get better. <laughs> well, let's so, put that disclaimer in there. It's something that you want to get better at, not just anything that you suck at. Then, or anything. Then, or anything. I mean, I guess, but. Or anything you know you'll be bad at. It's like, just to make yourself uncomfortable. Just, ugh. Like that feeling ugh. inside where it's like, ugh. Like, you get cringe. all squirmy and like. <laughs> cringe. Butterflies, they call it. Yeah. Just do it. Feed off that. Enjoy it. Right. Enjoy the process. Have fun. Live your best life. Follow your passions. Plan tomorrow today. Right. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I don't know how to end that. <laughs>